This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Justified Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Justified on FX. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 10, entitled Trust. Uh, what do you think of this episode, Aaron? Man, I don't know. Uh, this might come off... Uh, I know I got some grief for being a negative on the episode last week, but mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, how I approach these shows. I'm kind of a cynic by nature, and when the shows start zigging, when I'm expecting them to zag, especially when it's final seasons of some of my favorite favorite shows, I get all nervous. Okay, I did it with the final stretch of Breaking Bad. I did it with, uh, you know, Boardwalk Empire, and I respect the hell out of Villigan and Winter. So it's not like I don't trust Yost. It's just shooting Boyd in chest. Uh, with three episodes to go is really upsetting my internal fanboy apple cart. I think it was more of a shoulder shot. Well, so there's true, that. true. <laughs> and I actually, but I, I, I get what you're putting down. Sure. I thought it was more of a, you know, heart sh- shot throwback to Ooh. the, the pilot. But then I, I read Yosta's um, postmortem and he said they intended that to be a non-fatal wound. Uh, okay. I would expect the so. obvious like, is a non-fatal. Wound. I can't imagine that. Talk about unceremoniously revealing the rat. Sure. Unceremoniously killing Boyd like that would be right. a whole other level. But there was a lot of, um, I don't know what you say, a, a lot of double stabbing and betrayals. and Yeah, trust cards. is a fitting title for this episode. Yes. Uh, because a lot of trust was broken this episode. And Ava finally declared. Uh, that's the yeah. other thing is I, this is kind of how I wanted to see things happen, like Ava on her own. Uh-huh. Um, but somehow having her do that whole plot where she tried to run off before half cocked, it feels kind of like a retread and also it feels Hmm. kind of anticlimactic to have all this stuff happen, which a positive way to look at it is my God, how much crazier is the the rest of the season going to (laughs) be? But like two episodes ago, I was ready to put this up neck and neck with season two. Now I'm I'm not so sure. I'm gonna have to wait and see how it goes. Okay. Uh, why don't you tell us who made this episode? Okay, um, it was directed by Adam Arkin, who's directed nine episodes of Justified, including the series finale. He got the uh, the the curtain call on that, which is going to be cool. And oh, by the way, you might know him as Detroit Mafia man Theo Tonin, mm-hmm. who's appeared a couple times on this uh, show. I hear he likes to speak into people's ears. <laughs> He's also uh, directed a shit ton of stuff. Masters of Sex, Bridge, Sons of Anarchy, The Americans, among many others. He's got like 36 credits to his title. Got his directorial debut with Northern Exposure. Oh, uh, wow. An early favorite of mine. Back in the 90s, right? Yeah, there's a thread on the uh, forums about what dramatic series kind of popped your TV, Cherry. Like, <laughs> turned you on to serialized uh-huh. drama. And I that was definitely one. I can remember being like 16 or 17 and being obsessed with that show. 
but it wasn't. I, I recall that having somewhat adult themes and not being allowed to watch it. Well, I was a lot As a older. Kid, yeah, I, yeah, yes, I, I that, was younger. A ten-year-old would probably be, uh, or, or a twelve-year-old, maybe not. Uh, I mean, it seemed. Like I never understood chased. it. I, I thought, oh, it's just a series in Alaska that looks kind of weird and different it's and very cool. eccentric and and funny. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe one day when I'll retire, I'll get the DVDs and watch them again. <laughs> it's written by Benjamin Cavell, who we've talked about before. He's a series writer, producer, and story editor for Justified. He's got five written credits, uh, writer credits for Justified alone. And that's about mm. all he's done. Okay. So he is one of the uh, Yoast Inner Circle guys. Yeah, apparently so. Um, So I don't really know where to start with this episode. There are kind of a few threads going on here. Do you um, want to start with... The, the the big thing, Raylan and Ava and Ava and Boyd. I suppose so. Sure. Why why did Ava shoot Boyd? Hmm. It seems like she has better chances of running with Boyd than she does running by herself. And I'm I've got a couple theories, but I want to May- know what I'm, you thought. Well, I'm wondering if maybe by shooting him and leaving him with Raylan, she thinks she'll get the marshals off her back a little bit, and she can run off into the sunset with this ten million. Well, I mean, Raylan tells her at the end that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, right, you know, right? We're going to come after you, yeah. but but at the same time, he won't shoot her. So mm. she is at least for now in the wind. I think that's what's going through her head there. Mm. Like I don't. She at this point doesn't trust or probably even love Boyd, and so. You know, giving him up is not a big thing. I feel like she loves him, but the trust, and I think that he's undermined himself by showing how willing he is to use people that have been loyal to him. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this whole Dewey necklace thing is kind of a dead end as it comes to, like, convicting Boyd of anything. But as far as uh, Ava's concerned, it's definitely a trust issue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Ava would think about Boyd killing uh, Dewey. I mean... Well, considering what a problem she had with him just giving up Carl, who's close to Ken, you know, it's like, mm. I, I guess Dewey is kind of in that camp as well. He's just so stupid, and he gets himself into so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but, but he's actual Ken, right? Like right. it's So so it's very, I, I don't know. It does think, the idea that Ava got Boyd close, would kill him. Ava also got close to Earl. You know, not in like a romantic or anything like that, but got to know him and saw that he was really loyal to Boyd mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, and I think that's what broke the the camel's back. That and the fact that he's demanding all this trust from her, but so far he's not showing that he places a great deal of trust in her. Even last yeah. episode, he blew up on her uh, Uncle Zachariah. Sure. The other thing that, because it feels like that was a formative moment when he's screaming at her about, no, it's Raylan and don't ask me any more goddamn questions. Yeah. And then she found out right before that that Uncle Zachariah, still in the wind. I mean, I don't buy Carl's explanation that he got turned around the tunnels and ran in the wrong direction. Nope, not he, one bit. He knows. He wasn't panicking. He was just on his way out from an impending explosion. And, and he knows these mines like the back of his hand. He probably knows mm-hmm. where all the exits are at, even ones that are not marked or even Boyd doesn't know about. Yeah. So, I, you know, he's got a, a a part to play yet. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't know. I mean, Ava's she's got new documentation, although she, you know, Raylan knows the name she's going to be using. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know the Ofe was like a, a white slur? I had never heard the term, and I looked it up, and yeah, apparently I hadn't it is. Either. 
Uh, it's also, I guess, I don't want to say popularized, but a lot of people know it from a Richard Pryor Chevy Chase skit sure. on SNL yeah. from like the 70s, Yeah, which obviously I didn't see. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd never heard the term, but I, I was like, why is that funny? And I looked it up, and oh, I tried okay. to find what the etymology. Limehouse, is. you dick. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I. Well, I don't even know if he's a dick. I mean, well, he's giving her that name that she's going to have to go around and tell people now, all the time, and the people who do know what it means are going to be like snickering at her. Yeah, well, there could be. He could have given stuck him with Peckerwood. That, that's what does that mean? I Peckerwood. Don't, I don't know. Um, Peckerwood is a, a is like a, another slur for whites. Okay, like Southern whites is what you told me before. Yeah, right? yeah. For the podcast, okay, I I had never heard of, but I don't know the etymology of how the 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 Peckerwood stuff started either. Sure, nor do I much care. Um, okay, but yeah, Mister and Mrs. Peckerwood would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be funny. I knew uh, there was a uh, a guy that was in the excise department of the state police of Indiana, uh, and his last name was Poindexter. His okay. rank was major. Major Poindexter. <laughs> May, every time I heard that we were going to be visited by a Major Poindexter, I giggled. It's like, man, yeah, man, that's a bummer. This guy is a Major. I would have stuck at Sergeant if I if I if I were him. <laughs> Captain. Captain's Captain. Not any better Captain. either. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Captain Poindexter. <laughs> um. So we're talking about Raylan and Boyd, or um, Raylan and Ava. Let's talk about, and we talked about Boyd and Ava. Let's talk about Boyd and Catherine and Markham. Yeah, this is surprising to me. Um, I don't know if I fully understand everyone's motivations here. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the way this all turns out, where Boyd takes Catherine uh, hostage and ransoms her off for the money, after Raylan has told Arkham that that she's not on his side and that she's going to do exactly what she does, Uh it surprised me that Arkham would even give up the money for her. Like, obviously, she's not on Arkham's side. Now, the one thing that I think maybe changes the equation here is Boyd taking her hostage. That's Maybe she gave that information under duress. Right. And I think that's... There was enough doubt in his mind that he was willing to assume that, yes, he took her hostage and was using this as, you know, leverage over him. Also, love is blind, so there's it, that. It does seem like he really loves this woman yeah. to risk $10 million for her. Um, I thought it was interesting how it seems like she had a harder time giving up the money than he did. Yes. So now, <laughs> and and you know, thanks to Mikey, which we'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. Catherine Hale either knows or is going to know very soon that Buffy is the dirty rat. Buffy. Oh man. Duff. <laughs> where, Duff. What? Where's Angel Factor in? <laughs> <laughs> Duffy. I was wondering. So I'm Win Duff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so he. I I don't know. Sam Elliott's been gold. He's been really, really good this season. Uh, that yeah. grin he gave her when she asked him, so you're going to kill me now? Uh, I don't know where those two go. I could see them teaming up to track down Boyd and bring him to justice, although they're going to quickly run into the fact that he's in the custody of U.S. Marshals. Yeah, well, I they're think... They're going to track down... I th- is is this... The, the fact that Catherine spent so much time with Ava early on in the season, is that going to be germane that she's going to be like, I know how she thinks and I know what she's going to do? And hmm, Could be. I mean, I could see them going to Noble Holler and putting some leaning on Limehouse to give them what Limehouse name. doesn't seem like one you lean on, though. Especially in Noble Ho- Holler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I buy that, but I think maybe Duffy is the key here to reconciling the issues between Catherine and Arkham. How does Duffy get out of this thing? I don't know that he does. 
I mean, he doesn't have to survive for me to, you no. know, like it's it's not one of my mission statements for this season of Justified. Mm-mm. But it is, I don't know. How did you think Duffy went down this this episode? It seemed like it was foolish of him to be increasingly dismissive of Mikey, knowing that they have a problem. Just giving him a speech about being a big boy and when the betrayer superior. It's yeah, like he also knows he's Mikey, though, right? Like he's been working with Mikey for a long time. Yeah, Mikey's a, a nobody. Well, he, he's a mook. He's Mi- a, Mikey put his big boy pants on though. He did. He did, so to speak. Did you like the scene? Because I don't know about this guy. Like they've given him more and more stuff to do, and it's kind of like right on his threshold of a meathead to be able to pull off. Yes, uh, I agree. I I didn't have a problem with it, and I his maniacal laugh and head bash. I thought that was a good way to s- sell the scene. The the thing that really made the scene for me is how many weapons he pulls off of Duffy. Yes, <laughs> he's got a blackjack, a knife, two guns. Yeah, Duffy's prepared. He's loaded for bear at all times. Yeah, um, but he also is the laughing stock of of everybody action wise so, too. So where do you think that's going? Do you think he's going to deliver Duffy to Catherine? And say, here's your rat. Because he smoked it all out, right? Sure. I mean, that's... Got sure, that's, of course out. that's what he's going to do. I don't know... Okay. Has he already done it before this meeting with uh, the, the money exchange with Arkham? Well, so he called Catherine, but Boyd had Catherine's phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not show Boyd answer or check the voicemail or do anything like that. Um, so I don't know. In fact, I wonder if Boyd kept her cell phone. And that might be one of these things where... Uh, Duffy doesn't know if they know yet. Mm-hmm. Mikey doesn't know. He's like sitting there frustrated why they're not calling him back. Whether Duffy can mind Jedi mind fuck his way out of this, I I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. I can't. I I have no idea where that plot line's going. Sure, uh, I'm with you, but it's I, I'm I'm glad his rat face is going to get some justice. Like I I enjoy watching <laughs> Duffy, but I don't sure. like Duffy. Sure. Uh, there's, I don't know. So that that ties into another thought I had. Um, let's talk about Vasquez and, and Raylan and Ava for a minute. Okay. There's another one that I don't, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before. I don't get Vasquez's rationalization. He can just throw Ava back in jail. Yeah. Graham Yost and his postmortem seems to believe that they have charges that'll stick, but our listeners are broken down to the fact that, uh, Boyd killed all the witnesses that could pin the murder on her, him, on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Finkus has completely re- retracted his story, and everyone involved knows that it's bullshit at this point. What he's like, I'm gonna put her back for the original charge, and then anything else I can put, tack on to her. Also, yeah. I, I think the the original charge of the murder. I mean, she's standing over the body. Uh, she's practically cradling the body in her hands when they arrive, and well, no, she was. Well, that's not what they got her on, right? They got her on thought... moving the body. Okay, she was moving. A she's body a conspirator at least, right? I guess but... at the very least, she's a conspirator to whoever murdered this guy. Hmm. Um, so I guess conspiracy to commit murder or something like that would probably stick. Um, so I, I, I don't have a problem with them but being she, able but, but to the throw thing her is, back she was uh, That was the point with Finkus. She was about to be released from jail because the charges were being dropped. Yeah, and then... When Finkus stabbed himself. So she, the only reason she was in there is... So it's like, I don't know, can you drop the charges and then bring them back? Like, does that violate double jeopardy? I 
I'm not sure. I'm, and, and the, I'm a little confused as as regards that plot too. This is at least a third plot that I feel like if you if you get too close to it, you get burned because it just doesn't seem to hold up under any kind of thoughtful scrutiny. Which I'm fine with because it's been sure. so far entertaining enough. But I am kind of getting annoyed that like. Uh, this weed business doesn't really make sense. This thing that the AUSA has over Ava's head doesn't really make sense. Uh, there's at least one other thing I was I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of that didn't make sense as well. But I I don't know. I mean that's certainly going to be. Whereas season two, everything kind of had an internal consistency, and it was Harlan against the outsider with very believable you know regional specific concerns, and you know well what. Whatever you don't understand right now, I think you're going to be left not understanding it by the end of the season. I can't imagine that they don't feel confident that they have told the story to this point as well as they need to. Right. Well, now um, it's a moot point because Ava... Uh, sure, she's on the run. Yeah, she she shot a dude. Now she's going to jail if they find her regardless. And stole money. Yeah, stole yeah. money. Um, th- the other thing I want to talk about in this scene is the idea of Raylan being somewhat of an anti-hero. Um, and how you can contrast Vasquez's behavior with Raylan's behavior because Vasquez here, I like everything he says about Ava. I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah, no, fuck this guy. He's trying to get him for uh all sorts of things, and and he's manipulating her, and he's not. He's like blackmailing her and all this stuff. Sure, Raylan's doing the exact same thing to Duffy, and I don't have a problem with that. Why is that? Uh, I think it's simply because I like these characters on one side, and I don't like Vasquez. Well, Ava's not a career criminal. Sure, she's gotten mixed up in the wrong sorts, and she's tried. I mean, she's more sympathetic. She's definitely. also tried to do, I think, the right thing through the majority of this season. Um, and only when Raylan or the government got wobbly and started threatening her did she start kind of going her own way. Also, this Vasquez guy was introduced as a giant dick. I mean, he yeah. was the guy going after Raylan for all the awesome things that we exactly. love watching him do. And it's like, fuck this guy. So, yeah. uh, and and you got to think that Raylan thinks that. And in fact, when they were going, when he went up to Ra- Ava and said, I was supposed to hang back, but I'm not, I thought he was going to say, take, take these IDs and run. I'll take care of Boyd. Hmm. But, you know, just like, because. He's got too much lawman in him. Oh, fuck. Raylan's too much lawman. He hasn't done too much lawman to turn one criminal over to another criminal. He does a lot of things that are not exactly in the purview of a U.S. Marshal. Sure. Deputy Marshal. But at the same time, it's always in service of you well, know, catching the real bad guy. He Ava said like, there's a special that's place That's the exact point that I'm making, though. Like, Vasquez is pulling all these dirty tricks out of the book. Raylan does that on the regular. But the people how, deserve how do it. <laughs> And that's the only way you can justify. All right, otherwise, so, he's just a dirty, corrupt cop. So, so you don't think Ava deserves anything she gets because Raylan left when she was sixteen? No, I'm not saying that. And she's made some tough choices, but it seems like it's always been in like self defense. I mean, I don't know. She I mean, shot, she was when she was running that whorehouse. She did some pretty nasty. And she shot stuff. that dude just to kind of be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the new madam in town." I. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I just don't know how to reconcile the idea in my head that Raylan is doing the right thing and Vasquez is a big asshole. Don't you also think that Raylan's kind of a man of his word? Like, he wouldn't be trying to weasel out on a technicality? Yeah, no, I agree with like that. Like, even if it was yeah. Boyd, if he said that this is going to... And I think 
He's I, a spirit I feel of the like law he would find, yeah, he would he would find somewhere in his code to let Ava go because, like five episodes ago, she said there's a special place in hell for a man who doesn't uh, breaks his promise to a woman or something like that, and he has done like the whole time I've I've thought that she was going to call him on that because he mm-hmm. is that this whole welching on the deal which we've talked about how much bullshit it was to demand how fast she do these things yeah. and takes these big risks with her life, which she's all done. I think that was mostly Vasquez pushing for that, right? And Rachel. Raylan and has always kind of been defending Ava. Like, she's true, trying. She's but trying. when he's dealing with Ava, he's been that, like, stick, and yes. much less the carrot. I, I yeah. was surprised that it went the way it ended up going. Uh, oh, I definitely was, too. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant the way that... Ava Ava was talking to Raylan about manipulating Boyd, but she was really talking about how she's manipulating Raylan. Because I feel like she she had this plan hmm. from the jump. She's going to shoot Boyd, hold Raylan at gunpoint, rely on the fact that he's not going to kill her if he doesn't have to, and then try to make off and run. Yeah. So all these things, it's like, it's not what you say, Raylan. It's what you're doing when you're saying, well, Ray, you know, the one thing Raylan wants is Boyd bleeding at his feet. So her giving him that, was going to allow him to because he 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 had it figured out. It's like, look, I there's there's no way you can get a confession out of Boyd. This is dumb. No, there's no way. Not. But hmm. yet he wanted it so bad he looked past the obvious answer, which is she's going to try something to pull a fast one. Yeah, definitely. Were you surprised that Dewey's necklace just completely fizzled? Uh, yes. Although I don't know how it could have gone anywhere. Because right? what does it prove? Raylan's 100% right. He cut himself shaving. Like, as Raylan was saying that, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is not a smoking gun. I thought they would have some interesting way to tie it back in. And th- this is perfectly interesting. And it, I love it as a, a token of trust here. Um, does it ever come back again? Because at this point, I, doubt it. I don't. It was such a Chekhov's crock, you know, alligator tooth necklace, and mm. it got used, and it completely, it was completely unloaded. It turned out when he got it down from the mantle. Yeah, it feels like they should do something else with it, but I don't know what. Maybe Boyd will use it to choke out Duffy. That's or the tagline for this episode. It feels like they should do something with this, <laughs> but I don't know what. I think they know what, and we will probably see that in the next three episodes. Mm. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is. Just very briefly, Loretta's, I, I guess, grand aunt. Great aunt, yeah. Great aunt, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I I felt like this woman was Harlan through and through. From her I look to it. her attitude to and, everything. And, and how smart she was. Like, I, I yep. love, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, Harlan County's got its fair share of jackasses and dumbasses and ignorant folk. But I also like the fact that they... Um, I think they do justice to some of these characters and show them as being very smart and very worldly wise in their own way. Like it might Absolutely. not be big city coastal smart, but it's like the kind of penetrating. Yeah, it's not book learning. It's, yeah, it's learning in the streets. Although you know? Boyd's got that on lock as well. He does. So yeah. he's I, he's the exception in Harlan with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Quoting philosophers and such. Well, I mean, I don't know. Even like uh, Avery Markham has got a certain kind of sophistication to him. Oh yeah, but he's from elsewhere. You know, well, he's, he's not from Harlan. I think he's from Kentucky. Uh-huh. He just went. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not even sure. And you know, I guess you got to be from Harlan. But um, no, that scene was amazing. Um, everybody's got to have a hobby. I don't know who the hell she is, uh, actor, actress wise. And if I've ever seen her anything else, but she really held the screen with Sam Elliott. I was kind of surprised yeah. to see him shoot her. Yeah. 
I mean, that's got to go somewhere, right? There's still this thread so with let, Arkham versus Loretta. Let's talk about Boone. I thought oh, the Boone yeah. would wear kind of thin, um, but I still, every single time he talks with Raylan, there's this, you know, I don't think he takes Raylan seriously, which I know is a bad idea, mm. but Raylan doesn't seem to be taking him very seriously, which I suspect is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, we haven't seen him do anything but intimidate a little girl and a hipster. fucking Gareth from The Walking Dead. <laughs> a hipster in a hat. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of that scene? Because I saw that some I, people on the forums thought it was kind of maybe tedious or pointless. It was drawn out, but I loved it. It was I, riveting. Yeah, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Uh, very similar to the snake scene from last episode or yeah, the episode yep, before yep. um i i like this guy a lot like i i don't like him i hate him he's a bad guy but i will enjoy watching him. i'm surprised the guy that looks like that and has so many annoying affectations <laughs> is when he puts that hat on man he looks terrible and he's got those rings on his fingers. Sure. Yeah. Which I've kind of got a headcanon that, that those are the rings of every guy that he's killed or something. Oh, maybe. One guy told him he needs to talk less. Maybe sure. that's one of those rings. One of those rings. I thought we... Because I thought that's where we're going, that he's going to kill Gareth and then... Maybe he bought it for $80. <laughs> from Louisville. I'll buy that ring from you. Uh, so he's got this weird fixation with Loretta, which I thought was just him being menacing. But the way mm. Avery's talking, it's like... No, he's got something. He's like, and I'm going to, there's something that's going to put me in the doghouse with my lady and I need to bring her something. Like, if he's just going to kill her, what the fuck is he talking about? It makes me wonder if he is going to kill her. I, but he, it's do you think tough he's stupid to question enough to think his he loyalty. Can keep her as like a sex slave or something? I no, mean, no, no, no. But he might like try switch sides in this battle. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't reconcile anything he says about loyalty this episode with that idea. Well, he doesn't really say anything about loyalty. He says, you pay me. Here's the thing. Yeah, that's true. You pay me and I do what you want. Guess what? Avery Markham is broke now. Well, aside from his booming weed business in Colorado. That's true. He still has a lot of income. That's true. I mean, $10 million. He just doesn't have cash on him. Okay, okay. But, I mean, do you think he's got the disposable income to pay a hitman off the books? I mean, I, I don't know. Mm. I, that, that's one thing where yeah. Graham Yost is playing fast and loose the plot enough that I would suspect that that could be, oh, you actually got robbed? You know, that you didn't have a grand plan to get your way out of this? Then he could switch sides mm. or just go away. Because he's Maybe. the only muscle he's got at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and if if Arkham's plans start to fall apart, which they have been, I could maybe see him getting paid a little bit more by Loretta, doing what she says instead. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's already keen on uh, her. I don't know. That That's about it. That's about all I've got. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we're missing, but I feel like we covered... Yeah, I think so. Most of the major plots, and again, I just, I, I don't. Do you think we'll see Gareth again? Because they mm, left that on the cliffhanger. They did. Like he was trying to get that girl to come home with him or something. Well, not come home with him, but she, he was going to rob something from her. And then they just cut it. So, like, I would, you know, that diner's been shot up, I would kind of buy that. If he's got her as a hostage, I'd buy that. If he's got Gareth as a hostage, I, I don't know where they're going with that. Do you... Hmm. Let me ask you this: With yeah. Zachary in the wind, the 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 tunnel heist plot is completely done with. Do yeah. you think there's still a way that this ends up down in the mines, though? 
No. It doesn't seem like it at this point. Then why Zachariah get away? I mean, what are they going to go hunting the mole man? Like, well, I don't know. Zachariah's I mean, in the tunnels. We got to get him. I'm trying to think why would Zachariah get? I'm, you know, because I, just, Boyd's going to be I mean, in did, jail or on the way to jail. And does, if he, does if, Boyd run off into the mines like to hide? Could I, be, but he has to get away first. And they mentioned yeah. there's this one mountain man. Uh, oh yeah, his name was like Jabberwocky or something like that. <laughs> Bababooey. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a long tea boogie. I don't know what it was, but it was something that they mentioned as a one-off of this crazy mountain, weird mountain man. Yeah, that was maybe could get Ty Walker out of Harlan. Is he going to be like some kind of crazy explosives expert and blow? Are there, there going to be a jailbreak? Is Uncle Zachariah going to tunnel through the jail and get him out just so he can kill him? <laughs> like, why is Zachariah around if they're not going to bring this? And with the history of them digging coal together, all that stuff, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not sure, but right now it looks like that plot is totally done, except for Zachariah swinging in the wind. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe he gets with uh, Ava and helps her out. Maybe Zachariah's the guy that helps to go. You know, gets her out through a mine shaft. I feel like she's already gone. Like, yeah, by the time Raylan can get a roadblock set up, she's probably out of Harlan. But man, he knows the model of her truck, the plate number, the name, her assumed name. Yeah, she's got $10 million, but you gotta sure. get the fuck out of well, Harlan once first. she steals the ice cream truck, it's gonna be <laughs> game over for the Marshalls. I don't know. I feel like she's gonna drive right to the Jabberwocky guy. Could be. And we're gonna get to meet him, and he's gonna be another truly special dude. But as far as that, right. you know, Boone scene... Uh, you know, a lot of people said it was too long, but I feel like he got introduced so late that they needed to give him more screen time to do yeah. more menacing things or and build up his kind of reputation in our mind so they could do whatever with him. Yeah, I can't wait till Raylan kills him. Yeah. <laughs> Which I assume is going to happen. Yeah, unless it's going... A lot of people weren't very fond of my moonshine theory, as we're going to get to in the feedback. Um, okay. One other thing, the speech that Ava gave Raylan about, what if you hadn't left things when I was 16, blah, 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 that felt like a just straight-up rehash of their conversation four episodes ago, right? I think so, yeah. I, in the in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Where they kissed? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why they keep hitting this. this I'm... I'm I mean, I get, I, I don't know this this Ava plot thing. I just don't know what to think of it because we got three episodes to go, and I just don't know how any of my expectations set correctly. Yeah, I'm with you. you. Have any cannons for line of the week? Because I couldn't find like a really solid line of the week. No, I in, in reference to drinking whiskey, I like everybody's got to have a hobby. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there were better ones. Yeah. Um. All right, well, let's move on to feedback, because we got a decent amount this week. Okay. Natalie H. said, hey, guys, I'm starting to get fed up with some of these storylines. They seem to be convenient rather than make sense. Season 5 was the worst, and obviously just to set up the final season, but I was hoping this season would be better. And it is, but it's not as good as I thought it'd be. I'm not sure if they have too many things going on and that some things aren't done well, but the Ava storyline in particular is starting to annoy me. Uh, I can see that Ava's going to run again. Um, they set up the Groobs. Groobs, that's it. They set up the Groobs character in episode eight that Ava will go to see to help her disappear. The okay. McGruber. Yeah, yeah. Then Raylan and Boyd will be searching the mountains for her and no doubt meet up with each other along the way. I suppose Ava's on Ava's side at the end of the day, but it feels like it's been a long, drawn-out storyline. I do agree. It's been a lot of fun to watch, but there's been a lot of back and forth and now this thing. Mm-hmm. 
The other thing that's been puzzling me is the Ava going back to prison story. The original case against her was dropped because it fell apart when Boyd killed Paxton and then hired someone to kill Mooney in episode five of last season. Ava was then due to be released the next morning when the guard stabbed himself. The marshals know the guard stabbed himself and set Ava up. They talked about it quite a lot in episode five of the season when the marshals were trying to stop the guard from blowing Ava's cover. I'm wondering what she's going to go back to prison for. Is this another example of the story being convenient rather than making sense or have I missed something? We're trying to figure that out, too. I think the answer is that, yes, this is yet another issue of if, I mean, I've yet to see him address it in one of his postmortems in a satisfying way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can get you can get burnt. You can get burned on a hot stove by paying too much cl- uh, attention to the plot. <laughs> yeah. Danny H. from Manchester said, last week you mentioned how much you'd love for Loretta to take care of Boone with the apple pie trick. I feel like it would be fairly lazy writing of Arkham hired a specialist killer specifically to take care of an issue he's having with a young woman and then neglected to tell him the one trick up her sleeve she has regarding (laughs) a poisonous drink. Okay. We know Arkham has knowledge of the apple pie and Loretta's relationship with it, so I feel like he would have said, oh, by the way, don't drink this apple pie shit she might offer you. (laughs) Um, I agree, and I, I don't know if you could tell, but I was kind of talked myself out of that theory last week just for that reason, that it's it would be weird for them to acknowledge that plot and then have it also a rehash of it with it actually going off instead of fizzling later in the season. Sure. Um, it'd be kind of cool if he's about to draw down on Raylan, as we all predict, but Loretta draws quicker than both and takes him out. I don't, mm, I don't know about I don't Loretta. That. <laughs> I don't know about Loretta outdrawing him, yeah. but I could definitely see her Getting shooting drop him, on him while he's distracted with Raylan. Um, because she's not done, and neither is Raylan, obviously. Sure. Shep says, I don't know if any of this will be read on next week's podcast because I fear there may not be a next podcast. The way Aaron's hating on the ep, I'm thinking you guys may pull an Americans on us. Hey, ho, ho, <laughs> hold your horses. Uh, justifies way, I mean, th- there's so many things that doomed the Americans, but one of them was I wasn't having fun watching it. I'm still having fun watching Justified. Sure. I, I think that's one of the major things it's got going for it is it's one of the most fun shows to watch. Sure. Um, Lion or Exchange of the Week for me was Raylan and Loretta. You got more ball. Oh, this was for last week. You got more balls than since you know that girl. Isn't that what they say about you? It is. Um, he also wants to know what happened. What is up with this following thing? Uh, when Earl goes to the bathroom, Raylan shoves his drink aside, then pulls it back. They cut to a close-up of the whiskey, and Raylan swigs it. We he, mentioned he that doesn't. briefly. He pushes away uh, Boone's drink and gets his own. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, based on what Boone said, which came first, the Stetson or the Thermos? And how the fuck do these things know when to keep shit warm or cold? It's all the miracle of insulation. Okay, yeah. Thermos branded hats. Therm- how about that? <laughs> That's what the Stetson was. You could pour your soup in it, you keep it hot, <laughs> put your salad in there, keep it cold. Yep. Jake from Tallahassee said, I think we're all worried that they would drag a... Ugh, let me start this again. I think we're all worried that they would drag Ava's will-she-won't-she routine out for too long. But just when I started to doubt, they pulled the switch and make her the main player. I'm glad the Catherine spoilers were... Well, actually, I didn't want to read that because it turns out not to come true. Oh. How will you guys feel if the final showdown is between Ava and Raylan? Everything has been pointing towards Boyd, but he's injured at this point, and he has Catherine Markham problems. Hmm. Well, they have to have a believable way to get Boyd back into action, and I'm struggling to see that. Sure. So Ava Raylan? 
Are you on well, board? Well, honestly, with no. A battle between no. them. I'm not if, either. If with Boyd the... is in the sideline now. Let me. There, there's one thing I I wanted to mention. And I forgot to. It seems like Boyd's play to make here, and I, I don't think it'll work, but I think he's going to try it. Is to make it out like Ava is the kingpin. <laughs> okay. Right. That she's the one doing all this, and I was just following orders. And then they turned. They just slipped the Rico case onto her. <laughs> Would that be interesting? Boyd putting her in prison for life. Uh, Boyd uh, sitting in his bar drinking whiskey with a thousand yard stare with his arm in a sling at the end and Raylan driving <laughs> to Florida. Is that a satisfying end to Justified? Uh, I don't know what I consider a satisfying end to Justified, frankly. I, I really like I don't. It's either. one of those things where I don't want to overthink it too much. I don't want to say, here's my definition of what needs to happen. Well, I mean, because it's almost certainly not going to go the way that I think it is. Can we agree on this? It has to have Boyd and Raylan squaring off and somehow. There has to be some kind of closure for them. Closure, yes. Death, not necessarily. I agree. Yeah. And I think where we're at now feels extremely unsatisfying. Oh, certainly. But yet I can't see how they're going to get Boyd back in action. They can't just take him to prison and Raylan's done. Yeah. Uh, Whitney S. said, I love the way the show has revealed when to be the informant. It was perfect. He's outlasted so many Detroit and Dixie mafias. A gun has been pointed in his face, and he has had brains blasted on him just too many times to be simply lucky. He's clever, and also, now I hate Mikey. He overhears Catherine (laughs) talking about screwing over guys she is screwing, and he doesn't realize there's no honor among thieves. How much of the Quarles drama was he here for? He doesn't understand that he would have been murdered by the whim of any of these guys if not for when... How many times has Raylan beat the shit out of Wynn and Mikey for him not to know that the law does whatever it wants? I kind of agree. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Mikey's code puts him in a weird situation when he, where he is surrounded by people who don't live by that code. Well, or but the, the, the flip because side of that is once Mikey dispenses with the code, there's no reason why he shouldn't turn on Duffy as soon as it suits him. Sure. No, that's exactly my point. Like, you can't live by a code when other people don't yeah. because they're just going to rat you out or turn you in or, or sell you out or something. And if you don't do the same to them, there's nothing else for you. No, I mean that's so it's it's a tough position to take. That's the whole thing, man. That's why the, a life of crime really no sucks. honor among thieves, right? Uh, the life of crime sucks because you just have no none of society's protections for yeah. civil people. Yeah, and when and and then it's just you know dog eat dog, strong survive. But even that, it's like you know one thing I've learned from watching UFC over the years is. Yeah, you got favorites and people that you think will win, but you take the wrong punch the wrong way, and and anybody can go down. Sure. And I just think that's that little speech that Catherine gave about you're going to have to look over your shoulder the rest of your life, and Boyd's like, yeah, well, I haven't gotten anything easy or free. That's still, like, can you imagine living the rest of your life worried about somebody coming out and popping you? Sure. That's a scary proposition. That's why I stay on the mostly right side of the law. Uh, let's see what else we got to talk about here. Um, Shane Bowman said, I thought there was a lot of questionable decisions in this episode, but I'm going to reserve judgment until I see how this plays out. The standout scene for me was Loretta's grand aunt and Markham. Yeah. I was half open to see she shoot Boone when he went in for the kill. Would that have been funny if she had like a sawed off (laughs) shotgun and she just keeps in her recliner? Sure. A little anticlimactic with the the Boone Raylan stuff. Her house looked perfectly fine. Like, oh, yeah. I don't buy She's that Harlan's foster years. service can be that picky. I mean... No, I felt like it was 
maybe more her complaining about the people who live there, not necessarily the house itself. Like, I expect when uh, someone says a foster care turns down a house because it's unlivable, it better look like fucking uh, Raylan's dad's dungeon. Better look like an episode of Hoarders. Yeah, it should look like the uh, uh, Peekaboo episode of Breaking Bad. Yes. It should mm-hmm. just make me want to, like, break out in, in, in hives. Has anyone been killed with an ATM here? No? <laughs> You're staying. That's right. Um, and I also think it'd be interesting for Loretta to grow up under her, this woman's tutelage because, <laughs> yeah, Loretta's dad was kind of a moron doofus, but this woman's sharp, and I think that would yeah. have been cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's still – well, no, she's dead. Fuck. That's, maybe that still happened. Oh, I forgot. Boone shot her. Oh, or yeah, did he? Yeah. Maybe that's the woman he's sweet on. And he just shot into a pillow. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Did the sh- Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I don't think so. Because it, it was funny the way that Arkham was talking about it. Or sorry, Markham. God damn. When he said, I know. It's like he's talking about the conscious and I know the woman's special to you. Why he was ordering him to kill the old woman. <laughs> That's so not who she, I, I know who he was talking about. I know but the way the only reason that seemed ridiculous is because she's super old mm-hmm. if he was going in there to murder an age appropriate hottie I would seriously be confused <laughs> okay can, can we talk about this for a second we can talk about anything with as, as many, many as want. with as many nicknames as you give people why are you so resistant to the idea of Arkham <laughs> it's a great nickname because it's a I, perfect here's why i didn't come with it oh, up with it on purpose it's just a fuck up i do <laughs> it's not a reminder hang, of yeah of your yeah uh inadequacies at all times i don't want to yes. hang arkham city on this guy when it was just me okay you know pulling I, george it, bush it, it was just i was very curious about that <laughs> well, that's why now you okay. know uh anyway he continues sam elliott is money in the bank Sam Elliott's money is not in the bank. It's not in a safe. It's not anywhere. It's in a truck. I have a factual problem with your statement there. Uh, the Boone hat sequence in the diner was super stilted for me. As good Ooh. as he's been, this one just didn't work. Huh. Maybe it could have been tightened up. Drew out. Uh, it was drawn, drawn out so long, I felt like he has three monologues. Bad guys only get one before they get to make a move. See Mike or Mantrout for reference. It did feel like he did a, a couple of laps there. Yeah. I- I'll give that to you, but... I I like but, that character so much. Yeah. Or I enjoy watching that character so much that I forgave it. And I felt like it was a wave of tension thing. Like you thought, okay, he's going to do this and he then goes what? back over to his car. And he's going to do this and then yeah. as I, and then it's like it it kept building and building. It felt like a kind of Joe Pesci moment. You just wait to see if it explode. <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh last one, Freddie from Denton, Texas said, "Probably wasn't the best idea to show Raylan the new identity, but who knows." The thing is, yeah. I was saying that, too, the first time I watched it. But the second time, she was telling Raylan that, still working for Raylan. She did not know that Vasquez was going to fuck her. Sure. And Raylan then dropped. So I don't think she would have played it that way. She immediately finds out after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's probably kicking herself. Uh, Also, no one's dumb enough to believe that there's not a transponder in the money, right? I can't see how the writers get out of this without making one or more uncharacteristically stupid decisions, whether it be Markham for not being able to track the money or Ava Boyd for not thinking to check it. That's a good point. Yeah. So, so do you think it's Raylan with the transponder? I think it's Markham with the transponder. Whether you Raylan think so? leans on him to find it, because again, Raylan's got nothing on Markham. This is a private citizen with legitimately earned money. Like the Fed, I, I, I guess the feds could go after him for crossing state lines with drug money because still marijuana is kind of 
not. There's a lot of circumstantial murder evidence here. Cir- it, the keyword circumstantial. Sure. They have gotten into custody or shot everyone that's responsible for the direct murders. Except for Boone, who who killed the lady, has, but has Raylan does not know about that yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it'd be hard to pin anything on him at the moment. So I don't know. But yeah, it, that's the first thing I thought. I forgot to mention the episode is that those things are just duffled up and who do, who the hell knows what's in it. Yeah. Especially when they're in the plastic wrap like that. Sure. Could be anything in, inside those. They could be fake money. Yeah, I mean, it could be like a row 100. That's an interesting thing, too. What if it's just like, you know, a, a line of real money up top yeah, and then a it's couple grand to below. get Catherine back? Yeah, I thought it was odd that they didn't show Boyd try to do some more to verify. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, if it was cocaine, he would have taken out the knife, poked a hole sure. in, and tasted it at least. Sure. You got to open up that money. Boyd. But I feel like that the, the show has made great pains in how smart Boyd is mm-hmm. to have him being had by something so obvious. So I'm kind of thinking yeah. that there won't be transponders and it's just going, that's going to be kind of like one of those big plot holes. Yeah. But at the same time, it felt very weird for Arkham to just give up the money like that. He loves uh, Catherine. And as you said, he is a successful businessman. Yeah. I guess got, 10 million you know, is you not can't find that another, much. You can't find another Catherine Harris. You can always make another 10 million selling weed. I mean, that's she, again. Well, that's the plot. I don't know this, what Catherine you've Harris got, has to do with. This. You've got a whole fucking state to grow weed in. Harlan County is not that special. I don't it's black care. gold, baby. I don't care. Christmas tree weed. Yeah, black only, gold only in. Uh, what they need to do is grow the Christmas tree weed in Bowling Green. Feed that to the horses, and then mm-hmm. you're going to have super high, awesome. Win the Kentucky Derby. It's Red Bull gives you wings. It's got nothing on the Christmas tree. Dope. Get the trifecta. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if THC works on horses and what? Because you know, horse. We've talked about the lethal dose of marijuana. I bet being the dose like, is higher. Yeah, like we we looked it up and it's like 50, you'd have to smoke fifty pounds of weed. Yeah, which is not possible. Not possible. But you know who could eat fifty pounds of like hay? A horse. <laughs> You could conceivably feed a horse 50 pounds of weed, and what would that do to the horse? Yeah, but just eating the the plant doesn't get you high. Oh, doesn't you ha- it? No, you have to release the THC by heating it, and that's what... So you have to make 100 pounds of weed butter. Yes, and then feed that to the horse. Force feed it to the horse. <laughs> I don't know if the horse can eat 100 t- cover pounds it, of butter. Cover apples in it. I think, Ooh, I think you'd be good. There yeah. you go. Like caramel-covered apples? THC butter-covered apples. <laughs> Put that at your county fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is essentially the uh, the Harlan County Fair. It's their weed butter festival. Uh-huh. We got the apple butter festival. They got the weed butter festival. Sure. Yep. Apple butter weed festival. Now you got it. <laughs> uh, that's all. It's actually too much, honestly. We should have stopped five minutes ago. For our Justified podcast, yep. you can email us at justified at baldmove.com. Uh, follow us on our forums at forums.baldmove.com. Uh, we have our... Uh, post schedule and uh, release schedule as soon as it's posted on facebook.com slash bald move and on twitter at bald move if you want to follow the bat signal yeah uh, well, we'll we'll be back next three week. more episodes and i again i don't know what to set my expectations for we'll see where this goes i expect a boone Raylan showdown at least yes by the end of this thing and a boyd Raylan. i just have no idea how that's going to go maybe yep. jabberwocky will help him out who knows? We'll see. The we'll Vorpal see. Blade will go snicker snack. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, join us next week. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya. See ya.